Tom Bernard Show with Packmaster Rothko Basham, MD. Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt. Fawn Rasmussen is here, but she's busy drinking a smoothie. And Andy Sage Brandt Bernard. <laughs> Cassie Schrader. Don't forget Sagey. Sage Rasmussen. Sage, Sage Rasmussen, Rasmussen there, too. <laughs> we'll be right back. Kick things off, Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. I love this song. I do, too. Fawn loves this song. Fawny, do you like this song? Oh, you don't have headphones on. She's watching the video of Jude. Jude doesn't like the Scarecrow? No. Of course he doesn't. Jude doesn't like uh, Yukon Vet. Oh, he hates... uh, She's the sweetest person in the world. If he would only give that vet a chance. We had her on the show, what, two weeks ago? So he doesn't like her? He didn't like her show. Because of the animals? Because it's the vet. I think it's, I think he knew it was the vet. He knew what vet. she was up to. He saw yep. instruments and oh. animals being held, and he was just <laughs> like, very uh-oh. upset about that. <laughs> animals are so weird about. This. I know he kept he, he just he kept on like pawing at me and turning his back to it, like don't watch it. <laughs> What'd you say, honey? What'd you say? Well, now she's. Yeah, you can yeah. Judy on there. Judy's always doing something goofy, isn't he? Well, there's yes. a lot of people who are like, they're terrified of going to the dentist for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's people who are terrified of the doctor, and I don't know why. I'm not terrified. I'm terrified of the doctor bills and dealing with my insurance well, company. Uh, <laughs> that's what's terrifying. Oh, you're going after Ralph Bash, and that's real. No, he, doesn't, he doesn't take insurance this anyway. Not, this is not a safe space. <laughs> I, I, I've lost my safety. You've lost your safe so, space. So we have Kristen on the line. Kristen, how are you? I am alive. 
Horrible. I yeah. feel so bad for everybody. Yeah. It's awful. Fire. It is unbelievable. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot. I'll be honest. I did not sleep because we're pretty close to the fire zone. Um, and oh. alerts got triggered. Like our zip code got triggered. Oh. An alert. You may have to evacuate tonight. So, and my husband was away. And so you're sitting there thinking, I have to get two cats. Like, I, you know, and you're constantly changing your emergency plan of like what you're packing and how you're getting out and where you're going. And it's, yeah. You can't go anywhere in L.A. That's the other thing. When we have a massive evacuation, people sit in traffic for hours just trying to get out. I suppose that is true. They don't have, like, underground, you know, just like a big underground area you can go where you won't get set on fire? Well, uh, Earthquake. We have to worry about earthquakes. We don't do anything underground here. Oh, yeah, no. I suppose. Yeah. Jeez. But if you if you have yeah. something like that and the fire goes on top and it's bad enough, it'll suck the oxygen out of the underground and suffocate everybody. Other than that, though. It's well, a great I mean, place. <laughs> yeah, so apparently. That's, that's a great place. Just go visit. Yeah, well, you don't want to visit California yeah. today. Not today. So is, is there any good, no. I haven't read anything about your Santa Ana winds. Are they calming down? Are things getting better? Or are they just going to stay uh, like this? The emergency alert is through tomorrow morning. So we probably have another 24 hours or so of the major uh, sort of high alert type of situation. But the firefighters, all the first responders are really getting a handle on the fire. It's not, you know, 50% contained or anything, but... It at least has some containment. Over the weekend, we were at 0% containment, and that was oh. devastating. The air quality was bad. You have to shut your house. I mean, we had masks. It was it was really tough. I'm not, I'm not lying. Everyone was walking around like a zombie because I think everyone was stressed out because we had had the shooting the day before. Yeah, and then all right. Yeah. yeah, you've had yeah. a rough month. Our granddaughter wants to say hello to you. Want to say hello to Fawny? Well, she can't hear she you. Can't hear. Yeah. She doesn't have headphones on. She's she's watching uh, videos of herself on my cell phone. Oh, she's, just, she's making she's having, she's making commentary as she watches herself. Yes. <laughs> there that she is. One. Perfect. That one. And remembering everything. Um, yeah. So, Kristen, here's what the deal is. A week ago, Catherine and I babysat Fawn and little Sagey, the two little kids. And mm-hmm. I have been sick for uh, seven days now. It's really a thrill. When I woke up yesterday, <laughs> and I'm not making this up, you, you know the movie Saw, uh, Saw movies? Yep. Okay. This is what I sounded like when I called in sick yesterday. I won't be able to come on the show today. He did. He sounded like a uh, WWE. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you sound like <laughs> You can't come in. I cannot be on the radio show today. It was just horrible. I, I was scaring myself, as a matter of fact. But it all works out. Um, I saw, Catherine and I saw a few good movies in the in the past week, though. I saw a good I want to know what they are. Are they recent movies, or are you going back six months? Uh, <laughs> one of them is recent. One of them is going back six months. And the other one was just released to Netflix. And Well, it was just okay, released, I suppose. But technically, it's going back about 40 years. No, 50 years. Well, I guess it depends on what you're talking about, because it had a pretty long production schedule. Yeah, that's true. It's from uh, other side of the wind, you the probably, you're probably wind. aware uh, of this. I can't believe that you want. That is the biggest piece of crap that was ever made time. in life. Well, I, well, I read the synopsis, <laughs> so and it sounds it. like it's basically porn. Yeah, basically. What is it? We we lasted what four minutes? Somewhere. Four I was like, minutes. I'm out. It's called The Other Side of the Wind. It's the last movie made by Orson Welles. Yeah, oh. it was so horrendously. The terrible. documentary was good though. They'll they'll love me when I'm dead. That was a good documentary mm. about Orson Welles' life. You know, what's really weird about that. I brought that up this morning on the KQ Morning Show. I used to, I've talked to you guys about it here and the people on the morning show that I used to see Orson Welles at Maumesson in 1982 because he was in there every night. And in the movie, They'll Love Me When I'm Dead, Peter Bogdanovich says, whenever I needed to find Orson Welles in 1982, I just went to Maumesson because he was there every night. <laughs> so Peter Bogdanovich and I have something in common, I guess. It. Uh, I, th- I thought the documentary about Orson Welles was interesting. The movie was hideous. It was terrible. But such as enjoyed like, it. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you a question, because you're around it all the time, Kristen. Um, mm-hmm. What would it be like to peak at 25 years old? 
because he made Citizen Kane. Many people consider it to be the greatest movie ever made yeah. when he was 25, 25. years old. You know, it's so old. weird is he's one of those people that always looked like he was 50. Yeah, he did. So I was shocked. I was going to say like 80. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. he always looked way older than he was, I guess. How old was Marlon Brando when he peaked, when he did? Oh, when he was, yeah. He was about that age, wasn't he? Well, it depends on what you mean. Because a lot of people would consider consider the Godfather to be when he peaked. But I'm guessing he didn't. (sighs) That was a re-peak. Yeah, it was kind of a re-peak. So the two other movies that I saw uh, were, (laughs) no, Catherine, I saw them actually, was um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Which is fantastic. I really wanted to good. go see that with you months ago, remember? That's I brought a good it up. It's making no money. We talked about it a no, little bit yesterday. It's stiff. really not doing well. I heard it was amazing. <clears throat> she is great in it. Melissa McCarthy. She's supposed McCurry. to be incredible. She really she is. is. She's it, it, phenomenal. She, I, it's it's interesting. She either plays a comedic actress or else she mm-hmm. plays a super biatch. Well, she made <laughs> it. It has made three point five million in four weeks. Ooh, that's not that's good. Not good. That includes the. I think it might get a. I think it might get another little lift though. We have the Independent Spirit Awards coming out, and I think that might make an impact on it. Mm. In fact, the Spirit Awards nominations are being announced on Friday. So it may get a small lift because she is getting really good critical reviews. And when Melissa McCarthy is on, she's on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, it, it was she was incredibly good. The guy who was the guy that was in it as well? Oh, uh jeez, I can never remember man. his name. He played the gay, a gay man in it and he was he was like Lee Israel's best friend. Oh, I did check. I did I did interview Lee Israel back in Whenever the book came out, oh, was you it two thousand eight or something? Is that when the book came out? I can't remember. I don't know. I had never 10, heard eight, of her 10, 12, or the story, whatever. so it was very interesting. You never to heard me. of Lee Israel? No. no. Me either. No. Well, you know. Um, and then the other movie we saw. God, what was the other movie we saw? Oh, an interview with God. Do you know anything about that movie, David Strathern? I. No, I don't. Okay, well, I think it only lasted two days at the theaters because people thought it was a religious movie, and it's not. Yeah, well, yeah, you have to be yeah. very, very clear that it's not about Christianity or no one will go see it. Yeah. Maybe you need another title. Another title? <laughs> yeah, I was going to well, say, the title's not great. Well, the guy wanna... claims to be God. The guy claims to be God. and So is it, it is Andrew about God, Thwaite? but it's not yeah. about, like, it's not religious. Is his name Standard Andrew, Andrew Thwaite? Yes. I think it's Andrew. Yeah. And then David Strathern played God. And the big I lesson. Love that, David. Oh, I do too. I think he's fantastic. But what I really enjoyed about the movie was, much like your vows in marriage, a lot of people think when they have faith, whether it's in secularism or religion, that they've kind of exchanged vows and that's all there is to it. And this movie makes it very clear that's just the beginning of it. That's not uh, that, that's not the the daily duty, and it's not the job. You go from there. When you have faith in something, doesn't mean that you understand it or uh, any of those things. You know, it's just like I said. Mm-hmm. They compared it to marriage vows. That if you thought, okay, I made the vows, and so I don't have to do anything else to improve my marriage. It was really good. I thought it was a terrific movie. I really did. Well, really only well acted. Two critics reviewed it, and both of them are in Australia. Oh really? Nobody so, else. Nobody else has even reviewed it. Uh, not critics. When Users liked out? it, of course, but of course, critics wouldn't even watch it. Yeah. It's not about religion. I mean, I suppose it is about God, but it's not about religion. Yeah, but movie critics are all phony. Now, trying to find an uplifting movie that isn't a superhero movie is really hard to <laughs> yeah, do. It's very yeah, true. We saw it's super hard. Yeah, really hard. We saw. What did we? Tom was sick, so we've been looking around for a lot of. Uh, weird under the radar movies, and we saw uh, the Man Who Invented Christmas about Charles Dickens. Phenomenal! Another movie that I really wanted to see. That's older. Fantastic. I didn't even know when it was out. It's Ugh. really good. Where did you? What was it on? I think it's uh, on Netflix now. Isn't it? It came out Am- Amazon. Amazon. It Amazon. is almost exactly one year old. Yeah, last oh. year I was so excited about it, and then it played wow. in like two theaters. And it didn't do any business at all. It's called it The Man a- Who Invented Christmas. It was initially released in South Korea, and it was directed by an Indian. Yeah. Well, that's, that's correct. But it's a very British... Interesting. Uh, You'd think it would be all British people, yeah, but... Yeah, very British show, and um, mm. it was beautifully shot. It was a little bit Disney-like, 
Yeah, so a maybe bit. people wouldn't like that. What's his name? Dan. What's it? What's the star's right. name? Dan. Uh, Stevens. <laughs> Dan Stevens. Yeah, Danny Stevens. I'm starring too... Christopher Plummer. Yeah. He's your relative. Fu- your, pl- your relative, Christopher yeah. Plummer. <laughs> yeah, he was really good. Uh, he was really good at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I don't think the critics liked it at all because, once about again, religion. it's, it's too... not about politics yeah, or it's... whatever their agenda is. Mm-hmm. So, it was, it was very interesting. I didn't know that Christmas wasn't a big deal before he wrote that, um... Before he wrote that book. Yeah, it was not that big a holiday, I guess. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know that. You know See. you know what movie looks really good? Um, on Netflix, it's a Netflix original. It's called The Christmas Chronicles. It's dropping on uh, Thanksgiving, and it's got Kurt Russell. Did you just say it's dropping on yes. Thanksgiving? Yes. Oh, what? Okay. It premieres. Boy, look at the time. <laughs> it premieres on Netflix on November 22nd, but it's got Kurt Russell playing Santa Claus. It I looks love Kurt Russell. Great. Yeah. I can't wait for it. We're going to watch it on Thanksgiving as a fam. It kind of sounds It kind of sounds like uh the what was it the the Santa Claus the, yeah. with Tim Allen. Oh, with Tim oh, Allen. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Well, it's it okay. Because like, they try to they try to capture Santa and things go wrong, of mm-hmm. course, and then they have to save the holiday. Yeah, it's it's about how he accidentally <laughs> crashes his sleigh and yeah. a brother and sister pull an all-nighter to save Christmas with a savvy, straight-talking St. Nick. So he's just kind of blunt. Oh and But it's not like bad Santa bad. Like God. Santa? Oh, that, God. I cannot believe that that was ever made. I know. Oh. Three of them. Oh, God. There's bad Santa one, two, and three. That's so horrid. I like yeah. Billy Bob's a great guy, though. He's my buddy. Leave him alone. That's good. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. You love him. I do love him. And Alex saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm seeing it again tonight. <laughs> I know. I want to see it again myself. Mom's out it's there hanging out so at some bowling good. alley. You're going to the movie. I'll just be at home, shoulder to the wheel. Mom's going to a bowling alley? <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, apparently, Fawny wants to watch Elmo instead of <laughs> listening to her, listen to her bop bop on the radio. I just made a picture of Elmo mm-hmm. for her. Is Elmo. it convincing Elmo. at all? Is it even remotely convincing? Yeah, right. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. I found out Box Office Mojo puts its movies into genres, which makes sense. And then you can go look at the best movies of that genre. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But it's pretty specific. Yeah. It's pretty specific <laughs> about some of these genres. Uh, like, did you know that. The uh, Nutcracker in the Four Realms is the ninth best mouse slash rat movie. What? What? <laughs> what? That looks weird. It's not a very good movie, though. People don't like it. They say it doesn't it's, look very good. It doesn't. Like look I very love good. the Nutcracker so much. Oh, you but saw The movie it? looks weird. She, yeah, I saw it. I did the uh, red carpet premiere as well, and it is. You know what? Listen, if I want to go see Nutcracker, I want to go see kind of a classic telling of it. And yeah. Disney reimagined in a way that really took a lot of the joy out of it. And Kira Knightley made a couple character choices. She does this really odd voice yeah. as the Sugar Plum Fairy. And it just kind of took you out of the whole thing. They have a little bit of dancing with Misty Copeland and Little Buck. But I was like, if they had added more of that, I actually think it would have been a better film because you go to the Nutcracker to see dancing. That's yeah, I know. All the trailers have been like, I don't even I want to see that. And I yeah, love the terrible. Nutcracker. We will be right back in two minutes more with Kristen Burt, Alex, Sage, Fawn, well, we can the cast. Leave too. Are you leaving? Well, she's being she's distracted. fine. Okay. Don't worry. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this? And why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money. You can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to love it. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. 
Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, we were talking Christmas movies. Ding I felt like getting dong. festive. And we put well, the Christmas tree up yesterday. Yes, we, we did. did. Oh, did. Yep. Good well, for we're going to be traveling, and then it's Christmas. I mean, it's Thanksgiving, so it's like, might as well just get it done. I got to figure out where we're going to put our tree because we got two kittens, and uh, they climb. Oh, yeah. They'll go in there, they'll chew it. I'm debating oh, not even putting over ornaments on it. Cats going just, in the Christmas tree. My favorite cat Christmas tree story. I love my cats using it like as their own toy. It makes me laugh. They sleep <laughs> under it. They climb up it. Oh my god! We find ornaments when we come home, like all over the place. Cats just love and Christmas then they get trees. Really depressed when tree leaves, and I'm like, oh my Aww. god! It's like we took away their friends. <laughs> One time we had a cat that was kept on chewing on the wires. Hops. Yeah, hops. My cat. He and, does love to chew yeah, on wires. And I kept on, you know, no kitty, no kitty, and getting him out. And I think I sprayed some stuff on the bottom wire so he wouldn't. I thought, I don't know if he would electrocute himself or what. <laughs> he was under there chewing, chewing. All of a sudden, I'll hear this. Snap! Meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds like Hobbs, all right. <laughs> Did not He didn't stop. He's not very smart. He finally f- stopped chewing wires a couple of years I ago. He was obsessed with and mom's wires. Yeah, he loves like wire. iPhone wires. He loves iPhone wires. Well, he never touched my iPhone wire, but anytime he was around one of mom's, he chewed it. There's it a so certain weird. type of rubber yeah. that some wires are coated in that he just I Irresistible. one time I I bought one of said wires by accident. Mm. And he just wouldn't leave it alone, so I just left it out for him. And oh, he God. literally chewed the entire thing so bad that all of the uh, the coating fell off the wire. Oh, yeah. He just all, loves it. Yeah, and then all my printer paper had little cat yep. chew marks in the yeah, corners, the corners. Little puncture marks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't have any it's documents nice or anything on my desk or he'd go over there and chew yep. on it. It's a nice <laughs> yep. touch. So, Kristen, you being mm-hmm. a Hollywood communist... Are you, are you happy with how the recounts are going? They're doing recounts? You didn't know they're are doing recounts? I didn't know that either. Why would Arizona. I to that? Arizona, yeah. I mean, listen, we should do them only just because if there are still mail-in ballots that need to be counted, if things are too close, do it. And then that way, whomever wins, there's no question. Because I can't stand listening to... We should only count on what happens on election night. Well, then why do we do mail-in ballots? Why do we do absentee voting? That is ridiculous. Well, there does need to be a deadline, however, because you, ju- you, yeah. you can't just wait for the uh, election results to turn out the way you want them as yeah. more and more ballots are found in someone's trunk. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Well, then make the it December 1st. You know what I mean? Like, December 1st, everything has to be counted or whatever's counted up to this point. That's what the election results are. Well, that's not that's how fair. the laws read, but, you know... Whatever. Here's what I want to do. I want to. I want to just name whomever I want to be governors and senators. Like a reverse, uh, reverse dictatorship. A re- reverse dictatorship. <laughs> I won't run the country, but I'll say who does. What do you think? No, not a lot of support. Oh well. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Not a lot of support. Now I said I see that the witch won out there in uh, in Phoenix. She won? Yeah, she yep. won, yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, they called she's it a, for her. She's a witch, and she said you should join. It's okay if you join the Taliban. And they elected her oh, wow. a senator in Arizona. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, 
There are I some can't states wait to see are, what this world's going to be like in 10 years. There's, serious, oh, there's going to be a civil war. There so is going to be a civil there war. There just is. And mm. Kristen is at fault. That's what I think. No, I think what's going to happen is people are going to start <laughs> moving. Oh, you guys, I have an update. My brother's blocked again. <laughs> you blocked your brother or he blocked you? I blocked him again because oh. he wouldn't stop bugging me one day. <laughs> About what? Well, he was like, we won governor, we won senator. And I'm like, this, it's probably going to trigger a recount, which seems like that's exactly what's happening. But he just wouldn't listen to anything. And he started spouting all these Fox News statistics, which uh, if you take a look at them, they weren't exactly accurate. And I just was like, that's enough because it's not true. I'm like, here are the, the actual statistics from a neutral a source and then of course he started quoting every single conservative paper he could i'm like find a neutral source with the same facts and i will talk to you about it i'm not quoting you cnn and he wouldn't stop wouldn't stop and he just kept badgering and badgering and i told him to stop four times and he wouldn't i said uh so you're blocked i'll see you at the wedding over thanksgiving <laughs> you're such a child I like the point. He's a child. Why would you? No, he's a child. No, you. No, you. No, you're a child. My mom was like, "Do not talk politics over Thanksgiving." She's like, "I will wring both of your necks." No, I don't blame. No, where are you going for Thanksgiving? You going back to Massachusetts? I am. My cousin's getting married. I have a speaking engagement as well. So. I'm going to do both of those things and celebrate Thanksgiving with my family on the East Coast, which I haven't done in almost 15 years. So it'll be fun. I forgot to mention everybody, Kristen Bird is on a speaking tour. The subject is what it's like working with Catherine Brandt. What? <laughs> what? No. Oh, we're easy peasy. <laughs> we're easy peasy. Where can we come hear you? Uh, yeah, where can we Kristen? come see, do your speech? Oh, well... I am actually speaking at a, uh, a dance convention over Thanksgiving weekend for cool. budding young journalists in the arts. Oh, nice. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, it'll be really fun. I'm not sure those are your career paths at all, but if you have young dancers, I'll be in Hudson, New Hampshire over Thanksgiving weekend. So anyone can hit me up for information, but I think it's sold out, actually. So, but so I'll find out. Kristen, what's the flight time from L.A. to Boston? Oh, it's got to be long. Six hours. Six hours. Oh, my I could God. be in Hawaii, you guys. You could, you could be in Hawaii instead of in, well, but Massachusetts is a beautiful state going to be cold. It is, but I was laughing because it's so expensive to fly over Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Wedding. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we could have had a five-star vacation in Hawaii instead of, like, being freezing in Massachusetts for this price. Oh, uh, you'll be fine. You'll be around family. It'll be Christmas time. Are you going to stay for Christmas, or are you going to go? What are you going to do for Christmas? Uh, we're going to stay here for Christmas, and my mom's coming out uh, for New Year's week, and we're going to Palm Springs for vacation. So nice. what, do you do, what do you do on Christmas but, since you're a secular being? Uh, we go to church. You liar. <laughs> we do go to church. Are you the only no, pe- that's true. We do go to church. Are you the only people in California that go to church? No. There's a huge Latino community that goes to church. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about uh, there's that. There's a huge Presbyterian community out here, too. Bel Air Presbyterian, million dollar, multi-million dollar uh, church. Yeah. All I, celebrities go there. Well, Presbyterians are basically just lapsed Catholics. <laughs> Wait. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, we got the predestination, so that's... Uh, I thought it was rich Catholics. No, yeah, rich Catholics. But there's a right. large number of Koreans that emigrated who were Presbyterian. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of pres- there's a number of Presbyterian churches that are Korean. So I had no, that's no a large idea. part of the population, too, there. See? And then Episcopal, which is basically Catholic light. Yeah. I like all that stuff. Good. Yep. It all works out in the end. So so you're going to go to a... So you'll be at your, your mom's table for, for Thanksgiving with your brother, so that's good. I'll be at my aunt's house. My mom lives in Atlanta. My whole family's coming into Boston. I didn't so. know your mom lives in Atlanta. When has that been a long yeah. time? I didn't know that. Uh, since 1997, yes. I did not know that. Will there be some yeah, lobster? My mom's in Atlanta. I'm sorry. Will there be some lobster on that Thanksgiving table? Oh. No, my uncle's a butcher, so. Um, <laughs> so probably not. Probably ham. Wow. He could kill some lobsters. Or, or as we say it in New England, he's a butcher. 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 Yeah. He's a butcher. He's a butcher. Are you going to come back he's with a, a Boston accent when you've been there for a while? 
Um, I'm only there until Sunday because I have to fly to San Francisco for another speaking engagement um, big for shot. Monday. So it's such a big shot. So it's just a crazy couple. It's a crazy weekend, honestly. Well, I'll be, we'll be in. Catherine and I will be in Las Vegas. So when you're flying over, well, you won't be flying over. You're not leaving until Sunday. We'll, I'll be back in Minneapolis on Saturday. <laughs> Catherine, we Why don't you ever come out to L.A.? I know. i got to get out. I have not Because you're this. on fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have oh, not, right now, yeah. It's not. I have not been to L.A. in 30 years. I can't believe it was that long. Andy really? was two years old. Wow. Remember that? Yeah, it has been a long time. When he was time, banging right? uh, Joe McFadden's teacups together, their antique teacups. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bang, her, her bang, 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 bang. Unbelievable. Well, don't let a two-year-old have antique teacups. Well, you walked into the other room, and she's like, he'll be fine in there. I'm like, you don't know Andy. No, he'll be fine. There's nothing for him to get into. Comes All back. of a sudden, cling, cling, he goes into cling, the china cling, cabinets cling, cling. and starts removing things. Remember he's banging them together? I do recall. Like a musical instrument. Yes, like it was yesterday. But I tell you what, Kristen, and everybody else, I do love this time of the year. You know, as I say, I talked earlier, it begins with Andy's birthday, and then it goes to Halloween, then my birthday, and then... We have uh, Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then New Year's. I mean, it's a, it's a great three-month run. It really is. And then my birthday, Your you know, just whatever. About my three birthday. weeks later. Well, we're going to go through the my entire... My birthday is December 3rd. What is it? December 3rd. December 3rd is my birthday. Oh, see, now we got it. your Coming birthday up. in there. Now we're talking. So how old are you going to be? Oh, my God, Tommy. I knew she wasn't going to tell me anyway. Don't be, oh, my God, Tommy. I knew she wouldn't tell me. You are way too personal. Yes, I am. Well, True. being a 46-year-old man, that does happen to people my age. <laughs> and a liar. Oh. Oh. oh, and there's Kristen laughing in the background. Ha, ha, ha. You're a liar. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, what are you going to do? Boy, I tell you, I, I I haven't looked deeply into the story, but it sure sounds like Amazon pissed a lot of people off with this head HQ2 thing. Yeah, what's what? that? I don't even know what this, I don't is. Know what this is either. either. They built this, they're going to build a second headquarters. Okay. And every city in America courted, uh, they courted every mm-hmm. city in America to yeah. do it. And it was all just basically to use them to raise the price where they really wanted to go. Oh. Where are they going? I don't know. To lower on. the price where they wanted to go. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah that's yeah. what I meant. That's what I meant, to, to lower the price. I was going to say, that um, would be reverse good. <laughs> Ooh, that would be see, bad. There you go. Amazon is Ale- very bad at business. Alexandra, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez thinks New York City gave away way too much to lure the company. Uh, is she the one, is she like 14 years old or something? She is and can't afford rent in D.C. until she gets her first paycheck. That's what I well, heard. She can't afford to pay her rent. She'll be rich beyond her wildest yeah, dreams in a will. couple of years. So <clears throat> She'll be just fine. It'll be fine. Well, it's crazy, though. Did you read? I think it was New York Times did an article, and they were talking about the congressmen that live in their closet in their offices. Oh, and some God. other congressmen are trying to pass um, a law saying that you cannot live in your office. You have to rent a place. Um, because I think it's inappropriate and that they're misusing, you know, they're saying it's misusing taxpayers. Well, yeah. the thing is, is that like they, that. they're supposed to, uh, they want to maintain a home in their home state, right? And then yeah, they, they're, only yes, in, they're only in Washington for a short period of time, so buying real estate or renting it is a complete waste of money. Wasn't that what that show Alpha House is all about? The fact that they all, about four or five guys, yeah. get together and, and rent a house together? Mm-hmm. They just, yeah, they stay in somebody else's house. Yeah, they're, it's like it's like a dorm. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, literally like a dorm. Yeah. It is, so. I, I don't know. That, here She's showing her youth here, though. You ready? You ready for a quote from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? I'm ready. Showing off her youth, she says... Let's face it, Amazon is a billion-dollar company. <laughs> no, it's about a oh, trillion wow. dollars. Just the a whole billion? billion? A whole billion? Oh, billion. Oh, that just shows you how bad She's going to be running the show. Yeah, she's right. not. I, don't, I can't believe they elected someone that inexperienced. Who is this? She is the socialist uh, who wants free Free everything uh, in New York City. And free, um, yeah. And she's she's what the. She was making pot brownies the other day on like Instagram Live. Of course she was. Yep. God. Where is she? The New Gover- York. She's the governor of New York. No, she's not the no, governor. Or the, uh, the congressperson. The con- a congress congress person. Woman. For New York. Congresswoman. There you go. So Amazon's going to New York City. New York and Virginia. It looks like. Yeah, it looks like. So. 
God, there are so many things I want, I, we need to talk about. It's unbelievable. It is amazing. Well, talk about them. Well, no. all I can say is <laughs> I wish half of uh, the majority of D.C. would eat some pot brownies. Maybe they'd chill out. Calm down a little bit and stop screaming at each <laughs> yeah. other about nothing. Okay. Share those brownies. I know. I, I hope that the new trend is the angry woman <laughs> goes away. Yeah. yeah. And the angry I mean, woman going away would be nice. I mean, it's just getting old, there's, man. There's too many of them. What I do you mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. exactly. Okay, I want to I talk to you guys at length, but I'll do the headline here as we go to break. I want everyone's take on what the criticism is of Idris Elba being sexiest man alive. There's a criticism, oh, and people are very song. upset about it. I know, I know it. You know it, too? Yeah, I heard it's it. It's hilarious. We'll be, do you know what it is, Kristen? No, I don't. I okay, don't. we'll be right back, and we'll tell you what they're the big controversy right after this. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand-new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Is this Christmas in Jamaica or what is it? No, this is salt and pepper, what a man. What a man, what a man, what a man. I said not turn the mic on. I don't know what you want. I want you to turn the, this mic on. There, there we, we go. go. She's got it. But she's going to bash this one. Oh. Okay. So, Kristen, and everybody else who doesn't know yeah. this, um, every year, well, first of all, let's start with Serena Williams. She was named Woman of the Year sure. uh, in GQ magazine. Gentlemen's Quarterly. It's a magazine for men. But they named her Woman of the Year. Even they, after she revealed that she's an unstable lunatic? Well, there is that. What? Um, or was that on, Venus? On the yeah, cover. I don't the, remember. On the cover of the magazine, it says Man of the Year. Man is crossed out, and then it says handwritten woman, and woman is in, per, in, uh, in quotation marks. Okay? Yeah. Everybody's upset about that because they think that uh, Gentleman's Quarterly is taking a shot at her sexuality because there's some question whether, even though she just had a baby, I guess, you know, it's nobody's business what her sexuality is. But just because they put woman in, in quotation marks, everybody's upset by that. Well, there's a problem with people thinking that quotation marks are used for emphasis, which they are not. They're not, no. But people think they are, and so it makes what? them look like no, they're being very, sarcastic. That's very true. Oh, yeah, there's tons of examples of people like... People think that it's used for <clears throat> emphasis. Yeah, they'll, they'll have a sign outside their store that says, like, free uh, today only, and today will be, like, in, parent, er, in quotation marks. What? So it... They today. think it's yeah. They think it's emphasizing today, but it really just makes it look like they're Joking. kidding or yeah. yeah. It's weird. What? That's I've never. What? <clears throat> okay. Yep. Now here comes the best part. So Serena is fine as woman of the year, but everybody's got has to be upset about something. And here's the proof that everybody has to be upset about something. Idris Elba, 
who, from what I understand, people that know him is one of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. He's a great actor. There's no question about that. He's not a handsome guy, enough. right? But who is not political about it at all. That's one thing that hurt him. He just said, I, really? And when he was told, he said, really? Well, that's very nice. I appreciate it. Thank you. He was very, you know, kind about the whole thing and, and, and gracious. Uh, they put his this picture on the front cover of People magazine. It's a great picture. I mean, he's, you know, he's obviously a very muscular guy. He's a handsome guy. He's got a nice smile, the whole deal. You know why they hate the cover? Any guesses? Why? He's too masculine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I am not making that up. People are upset. Because he's too masculine. So he wasn't wearing skinny jeans? Yeah. yeah. For, well, yeah, that is... People find... Well, they, people don't like masculinity, and well, they want not? to destroy it. Well, if you're a muscular it. person and you try to wear skinny jeans, you look ridiculous. Yeah, you well, do yeah. look that's ridiculous. Like Dan... Oh, my God. No. He would never... That would never <laughs> He tried out. to try on a pair of... Not even skinny jeans, but they were, like, slimmer cut at Gap once. And he's like, my legs look like stuffed sausages. <laughs> this do. is terrible. Mine always have. That's just the way life is. But how do people do this? But, oh Kristen, do you think that anybody... We're ever going to settle in on... And people want to focus on being happy nope. instead of trying to be miserable at all costs? Not ever. It's probably... It's a pendulum. I think people love complaining and whining. And it doesn't matter if it's Dancing with the Stars or politics or a People magazine cover. People just want something to complain about. And unfortunately, social media has given them this huge, mm-hmm. huge megaphone for that. So, so the, the adage, uh, you don't have not something nice to say, don't say anything at all, well, it's just gone. That doesn't work. Yeah, I just unfollowed CNN because I just can't take them anymore. Their tweets are so vicious and so over the top. I just cannot stand them. Well, there's a reason they're dropping in the ratings at the speed of light. Yeah, I don't even. I won't even go. I don't follow any news sites. Me either. I don't blame you. I can't stand Fox News. I don't want to listen to CNN. I just. I don't follow any news sites. It's just easier. If there's an article I'm interested in, I will click on that. The subject matter interests me, but. I, on a daily basis, I, I used to have like CNN as my homepage for years. Ugh, no longer. No, it's so bad. Well, I'll tell you something. Did you see uh, what happened to Tucker Carlson over the weekend? I think it might. Uh, have. Yeah, people went to his house and started protesting. They were at his doorstep. They also and attacked now Fox his daughter. No longer on Twitter. Fox is no longer on Twitter. Fox News has been boycotting Twitter for the last four days. Mm. Honestly, everyone should. Good. Yeah, so, that is good. So they they assaulted his daughter? Well, here's what happened. He was at the at dinner at a country club, right? Yes. And his daughter got up to go to the bathroom, and a guy said to her, are you, are you with Tucker Carlson? And she said, yes, I am. And he said, he called her the C word. Nice. This is Tucker Carlson's yeah, daughter. Yeah. And then says, and I quote, cover up Fonny's ears. And how old is the daughter? Because we don't know. How old is the daughter? I, I, don't, I don't know that. I don't know. Cover up her ears anyway. Uh, she said, she's, she's called her the C word. And they said, so what are you, Tucker's whore? Yeah. She is to his daughter. To his daughter. Man. I mean, that's not very, very <clears throat> progressive just, or liberal, is it there, Kristen? Your buddies. We don't really have a society anymore, I don't feel. They're not my buddies. <laughs> they're not my, she goes, they're not my buddies. Was it you that said I mean, it? Just, I would never do that to someone. I don't care how much I can't stand someone. I would I know. never do that. And nor do I align with, like, liberals, per se, because I fall straight dab in the middle. So. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. I can't. I can't tolerate either one of them. They all drive me nuts. But I mean, what would drive somebody to? I mean, this guy just—he's got a job. Yeah. He's a conservative guy. What would drive you to hate him so much that you would say such miserably terrible things to his daughter? Well, what maybe. What kind of person does this? Here's the Washington Post take on what happened. Oh, the Post. Uh, yeah, well, this he, ought, that ought to be he, real accurate. He wrote a statement. Yeah. Uh, clearing it up because he said the media is just turning this into some well, of sort of crazy they are. frenzy. So what, what, is the, what does WAPO say? Video you know, it's shows, called WAPO now. Video shows Tucker Carlson cursing during a bar scuffle. You better get the F out of here, Carson yells repeatedly at an unidentified man. So it doesn't even say why he's doing it? No, it just it just oh says God. he's I, I, yelling at the guy and attacking him. And 
You're lying to the people. Yeah. He went back with his son <clears throat> to confront the guy, and uh, then the guy started calling his son a bunch of horrible words. So his son threw a glass of wine at him. Yeah, or, or water or something. <laughs> he threw something in his face. That was the big horrible thing that they did after both of his children were horribly insulted. So they, mm-hmm. they don't and even he didn't mention, do it. His son did it. They don't even mention the fact that the, his daughter was called those names. They do several paragraphs later. No, oh, they, yeah. they open with all the things that Tucker did. And then, <laughs> much later on, they say, oh, by the way, this is why he did it. But people don't read that no, far. No, they don't they read that it. far. They just read okay. those headlines and those sound bites. And, they're, and then we, they go on social media and start attacking. Can we all just literally... Well, and the thing is, too, if you don't, if you don't like these people, why are you watching them? Why are you following exactly. them? Exactly. I people, I don't follow them. I don't click on it. I don't read it. I don't give it attention. I don't care. I'll tell you one thing that really upsets me on CNN, and she's a very attractive woman, and she's also very good at her job, but every time I hear her name, I think of the song. On CNN, they go, let's now go to Pamela Brown. I'm the guy who didn't marry pretty Pamela Brown. Remember the Leo Kotke song? No. Sorry, I do not. You don't remember? It's one of the greatest songs ever written. ever heard that. I'm the guy who didn't marry pretty Pamela Brown, the educated, well-intentioned, good girl in our town. I guess the guy oh, she married God. was the best part of my luck. She loved him because he drove a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great it. song. But, yeah, Pamela Brown. No, you know, I, I just wish, could we all just stop lying? The media is just lying like there's no tomorrow. It's terrible what they're doing. Just tell the truth and let us make our minds up. That would be good, wouldn't it? But I suppose that's not the way to make money. Is that what it's all about, Kristen? Is it all about making money for these news organizations? It's money. It's it's becoming. It's making headlines. It's riling up a fan base that you know aligns with whatever the media outlets' beliefs are. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think that both CNN and so I'm going to go on both sides, so no one can be like, "Oh, you're just pointing out Fox News." But I believe that both Fox News and CNN um, will exaggerate things yes. to make yes. their side or their point. Yep. Seem, um, <laughs> even more magnified than it even needs to be. No, you're 100% right. And that it's all about packing their own pockets with cash and da- the, the public be damned. They don't care what the public thinks. They really do not. Everybody's getting all well, ripped up about played. nothing. I'm like, y'all are being played. That's my thing. Well, they are being played. There's no question about it. I, I just, you know what's so funny is I get all these get all these things sent to me about comments that are made about the show or about me or this or whatever. People will believe anything that you tell them. And I don't, I don't, is it because they wish to be upset? They want to be angry. They want to feel slighted. Is that why they'll believe anything they're told? I I think so, because it's interesting to me that um, people don't read beyond a headline in most cases. And I know this because I write articles almost every day of my life for work. And yeah. people will respond to my headline, and I'm like, and I always go, if you read the article, yeah. you would see that this is either just explained or described. And I think another thing that a lot of people don't realize, journalists usually, in most cases, do not write their headlines. It is their editor, their copy editor, that writes the headline. Yeah, that's right. Um, based off of what is written in the article. And that is a really important fact for people to understand. Well, if you look at any comments on, you know, any post... It, it it's always that they haven't read the article. They're always responding to, oh, yeah. The, yeah. to yeah. the first line or the headline. I you know I I wonder but. if if you have if you have a common hate or a common dislike for someone that brings people together in a stronger way than a common like. Oh, absolutely. Every Mob mentality. Yeah, oh. every major movement in history has been about. Demonizing somebody. Yeah, yes. it's been about we have to slay this dragon, not let's you know make ourselves better as people. Oh yeah, the last the, ever since Trump was running for office, I've just and seeing this mob mentality that's just brewing all over the place. I'm like, I am so glad I didn't live during the witch trials, or <laughs> or religious wars. Oh, oh my God, th- people go mental. Thank God Tom didn't say that. Say what? <laughs> you didn't live through the, during the witch trials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Catherine. Or being a woman. Well, I guess oh, they I... did kill some men for warlockism. But... I don't... I grew up in, here um, in Salem, Mass. In Salem? Yeah, they never burned anybody. I grew up right near Salem, yeah. Salem, Mass. They yeah. never well, burned they anybody. They did I in Europe. 
They, they did, did in, in Europe. Europe, but not here. Yeah, they, uh, they hanged them. Yeah, they and they did kill uh, several men, too. So Most famously, Giles Corey. Giles Corey? I thought it was Giles. Maybe it is Giles. I don't know. Um, my favorite witch trial of all time is in Monty Python. <laughs> One of the greatest of all time. <laughs> they, they sent an edict through the court system that any woman who, who weighs less than a duck is a witch. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Well, no. I mean... Any woman who weighs less than a duck is a witch. So they got these huge scales outside. What? And they put a woman on one side of the scale and a duck on the other. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, it sinks. The duck weighs more than she does. <laughs> It's about a duck that weighs about maybe five pounds and a full-grown woman, but the duck somehow weighs more than she does. <laughs> well, if I met someone who weighed less than five pounds despite being a healthy-looking adult, I'd probably think they're a witch, too. Well, see, there you go. I mean, she, And then she looks at the camera and goes, son of a... <laughs> That's, That's right. <laughs> I, I love that. Should we pull that quote, my favorite... Uh, burning witch story or my favorite witch trial story is. It is, yeah. There's your headline. There's the headline. Everybody's got a favorite witch trial story. Yeah, I suppose they do. Good times. I was was sent a, uh, a, a, I guess, I don't know, they lifted it from somewhere. I don't know if it was Facebook or Twitter or wherever it was, but uh, somebody was yelling at me because uh, they play the 5 o'clock whistle on KQ's afternoon show every Mm -hmm. day. And they said, you, you have a lot of nerve playing. That was, an invented, that was invented by a guy that used to work there. The first time the 5 o'clock whistle was played on the radio was, I think, 1921 or 22. So <laughs> you might want to calm down. Yeah. yeah. Why, is it, why is he getting on you? You're there in the morning. <laughs> I fired Jay Philpot, too. Jay Philpot got a promotion. He's a morning guy now at Love, and he's also going to voice track 10 to Midnight at KQ. He got a promotion, but somehow I fired him. <laughs> I, people are just, yeah. there's like 10 people that are out of their minds. People enjoy mm-hmm. being malcontented. Well, and, that's, and that's what brings people together. That's, that's the saddest thing, is that this malcontent yeah, uh, feeling brings people to, oh, oh, I, I wallow in your misery. Oh, oh, I, oh, don't we love each other? Oh, look how, me, how, how sad we are, rather than how happy we are. Mm-hmm. I know. That's trash. I, I like it the other way. I like, you know, Catherine and I have a good time. We watch movies and, you know. Do least, stuff. At least I'm <laughs> happy. I don't know if she is. She might be disgruntled. Well, you're going to Vegas this uh, week, so you're been a little I'm off. fine. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm fine. I have not been. You should go yeah. instead of me. I would love to. All right, Chris. Another week shoots by, and it's your fault. Completely my fault. All right, my dear. So are you going to be on? Well, you'll be on next next Tuesday before Thanksgiving, won't you? Or do you have to go? Yes, I will. Yeah, no, I'm not uh, traveling until the next day. So oh, I'm excellent. here with you. All right, my dear. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, Hollywood Reporter. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Part two, Tom Bernard Show.